Hey, I'm Josh Hellich, the Chief Executive Angel at SavingsAngel.com, and welcome to the Savings Angel Show. I'm podcasting to you from beautiful and hot and humid Orlando, Florida. As an extremely busy consumer expert, money-saving advocate, syndicated newspaper columnist, and the guy who turns digital entrepreneurs into media celebrities at UpEndPR.com, I love when I can get away with my family. Now, recently, my family and I were able to take a week-long vacation, and we visited Cedar Point in Ohio and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, also in Ohio, and took in the breathtaking views of Niagara Falls. Now, going to vacation triggered some ideas about packing and traveling, so I want to share with you why on today's episode, I'm going to have the 11 things to never again take on vacation and 11 things to absolutely take with you on vacation. And I had the fun opportunity to chat with Christy Backney, who's a communications manager at Cedar Point Amusement Park. And so we're going to chat with her later in this show. A vacation season is already in full swing. So let's get right to saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. After our 2,500-mile family road trip, yeah, it was totally like the Griswolds. I kid you not. You do get, uh, after 2,500 miles, you do get a real sense of what you need and what you can do without when traveling. So hang on to your hats while I quickly buzz through what I've discovered. We're going to start with the 11 things to never again take on vacation. Now, vacations are supposed to be relaxing, rejuvenating, but far too often, we unwittingly strip away much of that relaxation and actually add to our stress by taking things we won't need or even use. Now, my family and I, as I mentioned, just returned from a 2,500-mile road trip. Now, while there were things I was so grateful we brought with us, and I'll get to those a little bit later, we ended up lugging around a bit too much. So if you'd like to simplify your vacation packing and travels, here are 11 things to consider never bringing again. Number one, too many outfits. Overpacking leads to all kinds of additional stress and weight. What happens is you have to worry about not losing anything and how to find the one item you're looking for without tearing apart the whole suitcase. You can't easily carry the thing because it's so heavy, and we had five big, heavy suits. Now, I'm not going to say all of them were heavy. Some of us packed a little lighter than others. And yes, I understand, ladies. I understand. I'm not at all suggesting that it is in any way the same thing when it comes to uh, men packing and ladies packing. I understand that uh, ladies, just the way that the wardrobe works, generally need to bring more items, particularly the bathroom bag. All right. However, can you comfortably or quickly move things or people around in the vehicle if You've packed too much. So the solution is to only pack for, mm, let's say, half to two-thirds of the days you'll be gone. Then I want you to plan to use the available laundry facilities to wash and dry when you're there. Now, again, maybe this is just not realistic to do it, but if you do plan on having a vacation where you may have some downtime, this might be a good option. Now, as for what you pack, Choose simple outfits that you can mix and match so you can wear items more than once before needing to wash. Number two, bringing too many electronics. Now, electronics seem like a good way to keep everyone entertained and 
hopefully reduce bickering, but they can also be a significant source of stress. Now, first of all, you have to be careful that nothing gets lost or broken. More importantly, however, is what is missed when there are too many electronic distractions. Staying buried in electronics takes away from the experience and adventure of what your vacation may be. Again, particularly if you're in a new setting, which most vacations are, maybe you're going out to the woods, you're going camping, you're going to a national park. Uh, what happens is that, I mean, obviously you know this, right? People interact less. They don't take in the views and don't engage in what's going on. Now, you can fix this by severely limiting both the number of electronics and the time spent on them. Now, after all, you're on vacation. You can play on your iPhone any normal day. We had to have that conversation just a few times uh, over our uh, week-long vacation. Now, number three, maybe you don't have to bring your entire purse or wallet. The more you have with you, the more you stand to lose. Now, before leaving on your trip, clean out anything not absolutely essential. Leave behind items like a checkbook. You probably won't be writing checks. Loyalty cards. I went through and removed several of those things out of my wallet. And, uh, you know, again, these are places you're not going to be stopping. And other forms of ID that you probably won't need, especially photo ones like club cards and any other extra bits of paper or paraphernalia. Now, you can use cash and your debit card and have just one person carry the credit card in case an emergency arises. Number four, leave behind work and social media. Now, this seems obvious, but in our easy-to-reach society, it can be very hard to truly get away from work, not to mention the desire to post everything you're going to do on social media. Now, don't tell yourself that you'll just be a few minutes, because inevitably, things always take longer than you expect. Trust me, I know, and it's easy to get sucked in. Now, instead, be as off-grid and unavailable as possible so that you can truly refresh, which is the whole point. Matter of fact, if you go back to the very, very, very beginning of this podcast, I want to say it's like episode two or three, I talk about how to maximize your vacation time and how critical it is that you try to eliminate working at all. I promise if you follow my advice that I go through in that episode, again, you're going to have to go way back. And if you don't find it like in the podcast app that you're looking at, you're just going to have to go to savingsangel.com and we will have it indexed there. Now, Another thing to consider in regards to social media, announcing that you're gone day after day on social media could be dangerous, particularly if your social media settings are uh, shareable or they're publicly available. So please keep that into consideration as well. Number five, Uh, I'm going to talk about the pro of this, but I'm going to talk about the con of this first. Um, And that's too many movies and games. Now, just like electronics, playing movies, uh, movie after movie on a long drive or playing games instead of going out and exploring, it can destroy the experience of being on vacation, again, depending on what you're doing. Learn to have quiet time just enjoying the scenery and spending time with your family, particularly, obviously, at stops and if you're in a cabin or a tent or something like that. You're going to have less to pack and keep track of, uh, freeing up both physical and mental space. Now, if you do have a long car ride, I would recommend downloading TV shows and movies on Netflix, but avoid watching any of them 
while you are at your destinations. Uh, what's really great, um, so we upgraded our Netflix subscription. Uh, we actually had four devices that we were able to have going at the same time. I think we paid like an extra $2 to Netflix to be able to do that. And so then you're able to have four devices and download as many uh, movies and TV shows as you have space available on the device. And then at the hotel at night, when we'd connect to the Wi-Fi, uh, the kids were able to uh, download all new programs as well. And I was so proud of some of their choices too. My little uh, 11-year-old Noah was watching Ken Burns' The War. Um, so getting in some history, which I thought was pretty cool. All right, number six, stuff you never use at home. Now, vacation is not the time to use up all those little samples you have squirreled away. Not only will they actually take up more space than filling small bottles of what you normally use, if you don't regularly use it at home, you likely won't use it on vacation either. So now is not the time to be experimenting with all the uh, health and beauty products um, that you don't normally use. Number seven, on this same vein, full-size bottles of toiletries. People overestimate how much of a product they use in a week. For vacation packing, full-size bottles just in case, only takes up more space and adds to the weight of your bags. Instead, invest in small refillable bottles that hold just enough for the family for the time period. If you can, pack selections the whole family can use rather than individual bottles and tubes for each person. Now, if you need those extra little bottles, just go to the dollar store. They got them there. All right. You can go to Walmart. That would be another good place to pick them up. Um, if you go to the drugstores, they could be a little pricey there. So make sure you uh, buy this well in advance. Number eight, an entire pantry of snacks. Now, packing a small selection of snacks is a great money saver. And I'll talk about some tips on that a little bit later. But bringing too many and stuff that maybe the kids aren't going to eat, uh, but you bring it just in case, it's just going to result in uh, bringing a lot of it back home again. Now, while you're packing, you're guessing at what you'll be in the mood for and how hungry you'll be, but stick to only taking one snack per person per day, again, depending on how much time you're going to be spending on the road, and choose items each person normally wants so they'll actually get eaten. Yes, there were some things I brought, and my wife looked at them, and she's like, why'd you bring these? No one likes these. <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was something. I was like, yeah, let's see. You got this sitting in the pantry. No one's been munching on this. I'll just bring it and see what happens. Yeah, guess what? Nobody ate it. Now, if stores are available where you travel, we stopped in at a Walmart uh, someplace in upstate New York. You can plan on refilling new snacks before your journey home. You're going to appreciate the variety. Number nine, weather gear. Avoid the temptation to pack too much extra weather wear on the off chance it might be cold or it might rain. Use the weather forecast and an area's typical seasonal weather to pack smart. And remember, if it does unexpectedly rain, you can always buy a $1 rain poncho at the local shop. Uh, well, again, depending on where you go. If you're in the middle of a theme park like Disney World, yeah, guess what? They ain't $1. <laughs> Um, so maybe you might want to grab, uh, some cheap rain ponchos again at the dollar store. I think Target and Walmart each have good solutions too. They're a dollar or like a dollar 99 at the most. 
Number 10, too many shoes. Now, shoe lovers cringe at this one, but the reality is extra shoes take up a lot of space and add to bag weight. And you likely only need one pair the ones you're wearing. Now, exceptions would be if you're dressing up or doing a lot of walking. And if you're dressing up, choose a pair that matches every outfit. And if you're walking a lot, a change of shoes can help your feet not hurt. But again, just be selective. Sometimes, uh, again, if you're taking a vacation where you're going to be doing a lot of walking, you may have to sacrifice fashion for practicality and comfort. And then finally, number 11, what not to bring uh, is dozens of toys. Kids believe that they need all their favorites, but they won't end up playing with all of them. They'll be too busy exploring and being outdoors to play with a whole box of toys, which will then just take up space and be more to haul. Limit toys to two to three the kids honestly can't leave home without, but that's it. They'll likely find a new favorite to buy as a souvenir anyway, and that's kind of fun. Now, are you ready for part two? Here are the 11 things to absolutely take with you on vacation. We came up with some really cool stuff, and we've done this a lot, and I think you're going to love this list. Now, again, I advise not packing too much, and that's, again, what I just shared, but here are some things you definitely will appreciate when you're on vacation, particularly if you're taking a longer road trip, uh, and I definitely advise you don't leave home without these loved things. Now, number one, this is a new item that we tried this year, and it was really very cool. It was very practical, uh, much more so than I thought. I thought, well, yeah, we're probably not going to need it. But you know what? This thing ended up being the rock star of our vacation. And this is a refrigerated, also known as an iceless cooler. All right. Now, although these these can be pricey, somewhere maybe between $50 and $80, they are well worth it. A refrigerated cooler plugs into your car's power into the cigarette lighter adapter, and it eliminates the need for ice. Along with eliminating the need for you to buy ice, you're going to avoid waterlogged food. I've had that before. That's gross. You can lighten the cooler's weight significantly, and there's nothing to drain or worry about spilling. Now, although it's not necessary, I suggest chilling food and drinks at home the day before and choosing a spot in your vehicle that is out of the sun to help the cooler run more efficiently. Now, you also want to make sure you read the rules pretty thoroughly because there are some rules about having it plugged in while you turn on the car, having the, it's just make sure you go through. I was, there were quite a few rules in there. Um, but um, give it a shot. If you've got a budget for it, um, this was really handy, particularly when we ended up staying, I think two of the hotels that we stayed at. And I used, uh, by the way, people always ask me, it's like, how do I get hotel deals? Uh, I'm a big fan of Hotwire. Um, I am pretty good at kind of reading through the reviews and the price and the percent saved and the amenities. And um, I generally have a really good experience with Hotwire. And then what I love to do is make sure that pretty much every major hotel chain, I'm a member of their, uh, their program. And that generally allows me to get maybe a request for a better room or something like that. Uh, I've done, if you go through the archives of this podcast, I have done entire episodes all about how to get an amazing hotel deal. Make sure you check that out. But what I was going to mention about the um, refrigerated cooler is two of the hotels that we stayed in did not have a refrigerator. 
Um, so I, I mean, which is kind of surprising. There were decent hotels, but no refrigerator. So, uh, in addition to the refrigerated cooler, um, I also want you to get a, oh gosh, would this be an, an inverter or a converter? I'm not sure. Um, anyway, it allows you to pro- plug something that would go into a cigarette lighter, then be able to plug that into the regular AC wall, uh, outlet. And so, Essentially, we had uh, a refrigerator running in a room that didn't have a refrigerator. So we were able to keep all the food that we wanted to keep cool. We were able to keep it cool without it uh, worrying about uh, thawing out overnight. Again, didn't have to mess with all the ice. Number two, make sure you bring extra external phone battery chargers and lots of cords. Buy extra quality cords. I recommend maybe you go on Amazon and buy their Amazon branded uh, phone cords. They're inexpensive. The batteries themselves are inexpensive and lightweight. This is helpful if you don't have enough chargers in your car. So luckily, my dear wife has a minivan. That's what we drove. Again, true Griswold fashion. (laughs) But uh, so we had uh, two Uh, adapters in the front. Uh, Make sure you get one of these too. And it allows you to split your cigarette lighter outlet into two. So we, my wife had one in the front, one in the back. And then we plugged the cigarette lighter splitters essentially in in both places. Now we have four outlets. The cooler needed a dedicated one. The radar detector. Um, I'm not a speeder, but it's just nice to know what's going on, you know, because you drive some of these states and there's a lot of speed traps. Uh, but again, I don't speed, but it was nice to uh, have that just in case. That that needed a dedicated cigarette lighter outlet. And then we were able to use the other ones. We were able to split those then into two USB ports each. Does that make sense? So now we have a total of four USB ports and uh, two cigarette lighter ports uh, that are powering everything. And let me tell you, with a family of five, uh, older kids, uh, every outlet was used all of the time. Um, So now, if you run out of uh, places where you could plug in the cord, again, invest in some decent battery uh, chargers, so little batteries. Um, Now, get real familiar with the capacity of the battery. So as you're deciding which one should I buy, I want to make sure that you compare the, I think it's like... um, gosh, someone's going to laugh at me right now, but it's like MAW, I think the, the, the milliamp uh, wattage, oh, gosh, that, is so, that is so wrong, uh, but there is, some, uh, comp- there is some unit of capacity, and that is what I want you to look for uh, when you decide which one to get. They're really inexpensive, generally lightweight, uh, and it's going to give you at least, a, especially one with decent capacity, is going to fully charge up your phone another time or two, all right? So on a normal day, this might be, uh, this might only save your ability to take more vacation photos, but in case of an emergency, it might also mean being able to make a crucial phone call. I'm going to talk about, matter of fact, a very special kind of battery in, in just a m- couple minutes as well. All right, number three, just one credit card and bring plenty of cash. Having an actual credit card for true emergencies is wise, but be sure you're only using it as a last resort, not simply accumulating additional debt on souvenir t-shirts. Do not do that, right? That that means that 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 should fall in your vacation budget. This is for true 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 emergencies. Have it so you don't end up in a very bad situation. Now, 
Even uh, with as common as card readers are these days, you will need cash. Think fresh fruit stands, daily admission to state or national parks, when you uh, need to leave 3 to $4 in an envelope on an honor system, tips, gratuity, that sort of thing. Um, just make sure you have lots of cash with you. Um, number, so speaking of cash, let me tell you what we did. Um, is Initially, we were thinking we were going to fly up there. We thought, gosh, that's so expensive. Why don't we drive instead? Take some of the difference, and so we st- and and create a system for the kids to have really great behavior. So we took a lot of cash and we put them each in. And when I say a lot, I mean it was like like forty, fifty bucks or something like that. And we put in in each envelope. And the kids have been good, so they earned it, got good grades, so you know, kind of worked it out that way. And we put forty dollars or so in each envelope, and we said, look. This is yours. You can have it all. But if you misbehave in the car, you're sarcastic, cynical, causing trouble, making fun, you know, all the negative stuff you know that your particular kids might do, boom. We don't talk about it. I'm just going to say, ah, that's a bummer. I'm going to take $5 out every time they misbehave. And I got to tell you that my (laughs) youngest... Didn't lose a single penny. He was so well behaved. My older, you know, just normal, normal. I'd, you know, totally normal. Lost a few dollars uh, here and there. Uh, lost a few five dollar bills here and there. Uh, no problem. Uh, but you know what? It was great. They had some motivation uh, to keep a nice uh, vacation budget. Uh, and again, we had been saving for this vacation for a while. So again, that was part of. Listen, is my sanity worth? Uh, you know what ended up maybe being a hundred dollars or so uh, out of pocket? Uh, yes absolutely worth every penny of that. And plus, again, we drove as opposed to flying, so that ended up saving us some money. Number four, a spare set of car keys. Accidentally locking your keys in the car can really throw a wrench into your vacation. Not only might it cost to get the door unlocked, and it will, it can serious, unless you've got roadside assistance, which you may want to contact your insurance company. Most insurance companies, you can add it really inexpensively, uh, or you might consider AAA. I've never done it myself, but I know some people are really into it. Um, but look, if you're in a situation where it's not taken care of, it's not covered, yeah, man, you're looking at 50 bucks, easy, to get uh, back into the car. Um, so that can mess up your time. It can throw off your plans, potentially cause you to miss even entire events. Now, if you don't like the idea of carrying an extra second set of keys, just get one plain flat key that opens the car door without adding too much bulk or weight to your wallet or purse. And let me tell you, do not, all right, don't, don't do this because learn from my mistake. (laughs) All right. So we did this. We brought two, two pair of keys or two, two keys for the, for the van. So my wife, however, left hers in her purse and left the purse in the car. I brought mine with me and we went to a location, kind of in a rural area, had a great lookout. And so we went in. My daughter said, Dad, I need to get something from the car. Can I have the key? No problem. Gave her the key. She went out to the car. My older son was out there as well. And somehow, we still don't know the understand the full story here, Uh, but somehow that key got given to my son and my son had placed it down 
in the back, uh, the back hatch of the car. And let me tell you, the one rule of car keys, right? You know this. I'm just talking adult to adult here, is you never set the keys down on a seat, in the trunk, anywhere. Like that it's either in your hand uh, or in your pocket uh, or in the ignition, right? And 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 you, you use the fob to uh, to lock it from the outside. Well, somehow it ended up locked in the uh, the back hatch. So thankfully, we have Geico and we had the roadside assistance, uh, gave him a call. And again, we were in a very rural area. Uh, and through a series of unfortunate events, ended up waiting close to three hours for someone to get to us. And let me tell you that, unfortunately, the insurance company wasn't able... Now, we're going to get reimbursed for this as I tell you the story here. But what ended up happening, and you, you might want to know this, is that the insurance company just could not find somebody to get to us. Uh, they ended up calling someone from like another state. That took an hour before they finally figured out, oh, no, I can't go get those guys. I, uh, second one, the truck broke down. <laughs> Seriously, this is like, are you kidding me? You know what? It was it was a nice, peaceful time to uh, spend uh, with the family. We tried not to uh, be too angry about it. Uh, but this is interesting. So finally talking with Geico, and again, not their fault. Um, you know, just a bad circumstance. But um, so what happened is they said, look, um, if you as... The, uh, the owner of the vehicle, if you call 911 and let them know what's going on, you could probably get them to get someone to get you. I mean, it's not going to be a police officer, but, you know, they just are going to have some pull that we just simply are not able to get. So we did that. Called 911. And in fact, made two 911 calls during uh, this vacation. In fact, uh, the second one uh, was for a road rage thing. I I seriously thought someone was going to get knocked off the road. Anyway, so we called 911. Sure enough, they get someone there within 15 minutes. Just really, really sweet old gentleman. $50. Geico said, look, when it happens, just let us know. We'll reimburse you for that. But yeah, $50 out of pocket, three hours as far as like an adjustment to our schedule, an unscheduled stop. So, but you know what? Memories, right? That's, this is what memories are made of. So anyway, again, please learn from my pain, uh, my dear family's pain, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and that's the situation. So, but again, 911 might be an option. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. You need to tell them immediately. It's not an emergency, and they can reroute you if that's how they work. Okay, That's how I understand it. I'm sure there's someone who's really, really smart. You might want to ask on Facebook uh, or elsewhere. Um, this just is, this is just what we did, and it ended up being a real lifesaver for us. All right, let's continue on. Number five. Got so many stories here. Downloaded movies and TV shows. Right, talked about this earlier. By using a service like Netflix, allows you to download numerous movies and shows to your devices. You don't need to pack a whole library of discs or VHS tapes. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you don't even need an internet connection. Netflix costs you $11.99 for four devices per month with no commitment, so you can cancel if you don't need it when you get back. Not only does having choices make a long car ride seem faster, it can be a lifesaver if you arrive at your destination and maybe there is nothing to do, right? You're in the middle of nowhere. There's uh, 
nothing on TV and you got some downtime you need to kill, you know, that might work out. Um, you know, again, just, you know, parents make sure that the, uh, the shows that they're downloading, kids are downloading, set up separate accounts for them. So you can see what they're watching and just make sure they're family friendly. Uh, but Netflix, again, major, major life saver for us. Number six, both home and auto phone charging cords. I just mentioned this a little bit earlier. You don't want to rely on only one or the other. Um, if you don't uh, have both, you'll be forced to leave your phone to charge when you'd rather have it with you. And some vehicles won't charge a phone without without being turned on. So again, just make sure you've got all of the options. Stuff for plugging into a wall, stuff for plugging into a car, uh, portable batteries, everything. You, in our modern world, you need, we need more power! Right, number seven, a vehicle, speaking of power, you need a vehicle power inverter. Now, what this does is it plugs into your vehicle's cigarette lighter and allows you to plug in regular electronic cords like for laptops and gaming systems. Now, again, be sure you read the voltage and rating prior to purchasing. If the inverter is not rated high enough to run electronics with a higher voltage pull, you're going to find this frustrating, right? When in doubt about performance, read reviews and understand how it converts energy before buying. A good one's going to run you around $45, although sometimes you can find deals on them. I've seen them on Amazon as little as like 20 Number eight, make sure you bring extra medication. So it's tempting to only bring, oh, we're going to be gone for eight days. Bring eight days worth. No. All right. Bring enough doses for the days you plan to be gone, but bring a few extra. You could end up being gone longer than you planned due to travel complications like canceled flights, weather delays, car trouble, or maybe an illness or something like that. And of course, never leave home without emergency medications for things like allergies. Number nine, this is another one. Very cool. First time we brought this, didn't need it, but I love it. It is a portable car battery jump starter. Now what this is, it's a small device. It's about the size of two decks of cards, right? And you could find them on Amazon they're reasonably priced around $30, $50, and it comes in handy if you accidentally drain your battery and it won't turn over. What it has is, like I said, it's small, but it has connector cables to hook to your car battery and contains enough power to, to get your battery going again. Taking, uh, obviously, read the instructions, I, you know, whether, I, I don't think you plug both of them to your car battery. One, you're going to plug to uh, the frame of your car and then the other one on the uh, the red on the car uh, battery. Just make sure you follow the instructions, all right? Um, but this is going to take the place of needing regular jumper cables and needing to ask someone for help. Sometimes it can take a while, right, for someone to show up and get their car in wherever you might be. Uh, and again, Size-wise, it's really small. Uh, this is a really smart investment, and I want you to keep it charged up, and I want you to keep it in your vehicle. This is a great tool to have, or a great uh, resource to have with you at all times. Number 10, a first aid kit including sunscreen, bug repellent, and hand sanitizer. Now, a small first aid kit doesn't take up much space, but it can prove necessary for minor scrapes, bug bites, and more. Now, along with an actual first aid kit, I want you to invest in small bottles of sunscreen, bug repellent, and hand sanitizer that clip to a bag or slide into a pocket. Do not pay hotel or tourist prices for these items. Bring it with you. And then finally, number 11, 
bring coupons to save you some money. All right, you should always have coupons with you. Some restaurant coupons are valid nationwide. Uh, if you have a smartphone, you can always uh, have coupons for restaurants and even activities for services or services right at your fingertips. Um, Snip Snap is one. Of course, you've heard me talk about Retail Me Not as a huge directory of restaurant coupons. All right, all at your fingertips. So you don't have to clip and bring those ones with you. Listen, I, th- I hope this is helpful for you. I-, I wish somebody had taught me this stuff and we had access to some of this stuff years ago uh, when we had taken uh, family road trips that uh, maybe weren't as successful. The more technology we have, the more knowledge we have, the more successful they get. Before I get to the interview with Christy Backney, who's a communication manager with Cedar Point Amusement Park, I want to mention another couple of things you can absolutely, you absolutely ought to take with you on vacation, and both don't take any room at all. The first is taking advantage of all the deals available through Swagbucks. You can save on activities, supplies you might need, and so much more. Just go to savingsangel.com forward slash Swagbucks for all the money-saving opportunities before you hit the road. Now, the second is taking advantage of all the free grocery deal information available at savingsangel.com. We have 40 stores throughout the country with weekly grocery deals and digital coupons matched up so you can save even while you're on vacation. I saw a lot of grocery chains I've never seen in person on this long road trip, but we index them over at Savings Angel. Now, experts agree that buying simple snacks and even breakfast foods can save you big over eating every meal out. Oh, don't do that. That's really expensive. Man, that's like the biggest, that's the biggest, most expensive part of vacationing. Anyway, just go to savingsangel.com and click on the store deals menu from your mobile device and boom, you got all the details right there. So I'm here with Christy Backney, and you are the communications director with Cedar Point. Yes! And we are we are in Cedar Point right now. If you can hear in the background, you're going to hear some rides going. And my family and I, so we came in last night. We were able to have some fun late last night uh, in the park. And we're doing everything here today. And Christy, I'm hoping that you can kind of start by talking about what is Cedar Point? And so understanding that there's a lot of people who listen to the show and they're in Michigan, they know exactly what Cedar Point is. And then there's other people in other parts of the country, they eh, think I've heard it, but tell me a little bit more. Like, I want to know what makes Cedar Point special. Sure. Well, Cedar Point is the roller coaster capital of the world. We have the best roller coaster collection, hands down, out of anyone in the world. For real. That that has been all over everywhere. So Cedar Point's roller coasters. And that's what people think about when they hear Cedar Point, but we really have something for everyone. We have three great kids areas. We've got stuff for the little thrill seekers. We've got two kids roller coasters. And, And what's great about our collection is you can really build with age and experience something. So not only do we have great rides, we've got 70 rides here wow. with 17 roller coasters. We have live entertainment throughout the park. We've got shopping, great dining experiences. Like I said, something for everyone. Yeah, so when you say that there are 70 rides, I want you to pause and think about, for the person who's listening to this, I want you to pause and think about just how many rides that is compared to your typical smaller amusement park. I mean, this is an enormous amusement park and the rides are on caliber i mean if you love g-forces and track and height and speed and amazing drops in as far as i know there's no better place on the planet to experience that than cedar point exactly and something really cool about cedar point is that we take some of the most basic roller coasters i guess and we really 
put them into Cedar Point perspective. Like we have a dive coaster, Val Raven. We put it in last year. It's the tallest, fastest, and longest dive coaster in the entire world. We were the first amusement park to have a roller coaster over 200 feet with Magnum XL 200, over 300 feet with Millennium Force, and over 400 feet with Top Thrill Dragster. Mm. It's mm-hmm. insane. So just so someone knows, understands where we're at geographically, then we're in Sandusky, Ohio, which is a beautiful peninsula right on Lake Erie. And uh, so it's kind of midway between Detroit and Cleveland. Yeah, it's actually in between. uh, It's an hour away from Cleveland and Toledo and about an hour and a half away from Detroit. So we have some big metropolitan areas around us, but it's really a nice, calm city. We're right on the lake. Sandusky itself is really nice. We try to promote the city because we actually have islands that you can go to. And it's like the Key West of the Midwest. It's, it's really fun. And Cedar Point is really happy to be a part of all of that because it all started as a mile-long beach on Lake Erie in 1870, almost 150 years ago. And it's really cool because we still have the beach. You can see the, the Sandusky Bay from a lot of the roller coasters because they're so high. You get great views. There's nowhere like this on Earth. Nice, nice. So speaking, of, you mentioned accommodations. Can you kind of give me a review of the hotel properties that are available and where we're going to pivot to and what we want to talk about is how people can get the best deal, how they can get their biggest bang for their buck, how they buy tickets, how they buy accommodations. And that's really what I'm looking for to kind of try and figure out. Sure. So we have five on-site accommodations. We actually have three that are here on the property and two that are less than a mile away from the park. All come with great perks. But uh, we, we have ranges that guests can experience. So Hotel Breakers is our most popular and most exclusive resort. It's right on the beach. Like you can get a lakeside room. And, and the lake, if you've ever been to Lake Erie, when you look out the window, it looks like you're looking at the ocean. Mm. It's crazy. So that is our most premier resort more most expensive but we also have other options as well we have sandcastle suites and uh that is suites right on the beach we also have lighthouse point which are cottages and cabins that our guests can experience if they've got more people those can fit six people and i think the cabins can accommodate 10 Mm -hmm. so we have different options we also have castaway bay and that is an indoor water park that's open in the winter too so anyone looking to come up and have some fun in the winter when cedar points close you can experience our indoor water park and brand new this year we have cedar points express hotel now if you are familiar with the property this used to be breakers express we've totally revamped it this year and it's brand new we've added 69 new rooms everything is new the rooms have been refreshed as far as new bedding new new bathrooms everything is nice in the rooms it's got a new lobby and the courtyard is nice there's a new splash ground the pool is nice there's seating area shady area a place to relax so you were talking about the best the way pricing yeah because yes. you mentioned before we chatted about uh, the pricing of the new cedar point express uh property and it seemed very reasonable when you uh consider the perks that you get when staying at a Cedar Point property. Exactly. So Cedar Point's Express Hotel, like I said, is the most affordable uh, property. Before the season started, uh, we had we had specials going on, and we had rooms under $100. And wow. throughout the season, you're going to see that trend. It is our value resort, but it's really cool because guests are going to get the same amenities at Cedar Points Express Hotel that they get at Hotel Breakers, and that's the coolest part. So it comes with perks like early entry. If you stay at any of our resorts, you get in an hour early to the park to ride some of the biggest rides without lines. Mm-hmm. And Cedar Point, during the summer, the lines can get a little long. Yeah. So that early entry, you can ride Val Raven, Gatekeeper, Maverick, Millennium 
looking for some of the biggest attractions we have without waiting, like before people get in at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Also, the tickets. The tickets are most affordable if you stay at one of our on-site resorts. Mm. And, and that is great for families in Michigan if you're coming from a few hours away, but it's good even if you want a staycation if you're close. Uh, those tickets, so if you buy at the gate, it's $67. Online at cedarpoint.com, it's $45 right now, wow. but we have specials throughout the year. Yeah. And it's even cheaper if you buy when you book a hotel room here at Cedar Point. You know, for all day at amusement park, to consider that you can come here for under $45, I mean, it's, you're really getting your money's worth. But there are a couple of additional upgrades that someone may consider. Um, and I'm wondering if you can talk about those. Sure. And and just to, uh, with the hotel accommodations, if you buy a ticket package, we have our brand new water park, Cedar Point Shores, this yeah. year. So if you buy ticket package you get free Cedar Point Shores tickets as well yeah. so that's what makes that special we do have upgrades available we ha- we've got days if you want to spend the least amount of money but if you really want to go all out we've got other options as well so we have a product called Fast Lane yeah. this is a wristband and I know you've been trying this today and it's really cool <laughs> so it's a wristband and it will get you into a separate entrance of a ride and this will get you almost immediate access into the line. The, the weight is super, super reduced, and it's really good, especially on a busy day. You might want to check when you get here if, you, uh, if you'd if you like to buy Fastlane because it is a little pricey, but it gives you that premium experience. Mm-hmm. We also have all-day dining available. Uh, this is really great for families. You can eat every couple of hours at, a, I think we have like 20 locations and limitless meal options that you can get yeah. with this. It's a really good value. Um, we also have an all-day drink plan. We have a bottle that you can purchase. When you buy your bottle, you get free refills all day long. And if you plan to come back during the season, the refills are only 99 cents. Yeah. You know, one thing, uh, just for my friends who frequent Orlando theme parks, I will tell you that the pricing is a, is very competitive. It's very, very uh, A lot of the things that we're talking about, um, just, and I'll let you know, so this is really an important differentiation too. So the Fast Lane Pass actually allows you, now correct me if I'm wrong, but you can go to the quote-unquote head of the line multiple times. Oh, yeah. It, it's unlimited. Unlike, like, I've been to the Orlando attractions, and usually yeah. if you buy something like this, like at You Universal, get one shot. You get one shot. No, when you buy a fast lane pass, you can go over and over. If, if you love Maverick or Millennium Force, you literally can get right off, get back in line. You can do that all day if that's what your heart desires. <laughs> over and over. And it's available at over 20 of our rides, and it's available at our biggest rides, too. Yeah. Now, there is, just so you know, there is a limited number that they sell each day, though. Absolutely. We want to make sure that those who are buying fast lane get their money's worth and get a good experience. Like I said, it's a premium product, but you are going to have such a good day and you're going to ride as much as you want. Mm. You will legit ride as much as you want with the Fastlane Pass. It is kind of nice when, um, so my family and I were in town for one day, so it, it, we felt that it was worth the investment. So, uh, But it's wonderful when you can kind of walk past and it says, well, there's like 45 minutes, an hour worth of waiting that we didn't have to do. Now again, we saved up a little bit more to be able to do that, but it was absolutely worth the, uh, the investment for us. Us. And so, again, I think we, I just want to make sure it's really important that I, I, I really reveal, like, what is, like, how does someone know, is it worth the investment to, say, stay at a Cedar Point property? And, I mean, really, pricing 
is really not that much more than you're gonna find in town and the perks of the one hour early entry is pretty good so I would say you know again as the savings angel here I would absolutely take a look at what current pricing is because I think it fluctuates through the year oh yeah and, and it does when off peak season you're gonna find your best prices if you're really looking for deals look in and and I know we're kind of past that point now but early May up into middle of June mm -hmm. that's where you're gonna find the best prices here also at the end of August when yeah. school goes back if there if you can finagle a way to get the kids here that is the cheapest pricing especially up in Michigan's we actually have a last blast of summer where we have Michigan mm. days where we've got cheaper prices oh, for Michigan residents yeah because their schools don't go back till a little bit later that's right yes yeah. so we have that available and peak season you're gonna see prices uh, go up a little bit but your best option is to get an off-peak time and and the park is less busy too so you yeah. really have a more upgraded experience yeah how does someone know whether or not to spring for the fast lane pass like what what would be your gauge like depending on maybe the calendar like how does someone figure that out because I think it's if I'm again if I'm correct me if I'm wrong I think it was $65 per person and or $85 for the uh, the fast lane plus yeah yeah and so that one includes kind of the four biggest of the big attractions uh, the the regular fast lane has like 20 or so rides in it that, that you can go to the head of the the head of the line for I'm just trying to like what would you recommend to your friend if they're like man I'm not sure should I spring for it or not what do you tell them sure well something personally me I would get it if I were going to a park just for one day yeah I really find that like if I go to one of the other Cedar Fair parks I buy fast lane too because I I feel like it's a good experience if you're gonna come for a couple days especially maybe if rain is forecasted maybe wait mm -hmm. until you get here to see if that is an option that you'd like to do if it's like a busy July day and it's forecast to be beautiful I would get those in advance mm -hmm. because we will sell out those days yeah. and you want to make sure that you get on the rides that you want to get on yeah. but if but if it's forecasted rain or if it's in non-peak season times I would I would honestly wait till you get here to see how the crowds are because yep. if it's not gonna be a humongously busy day it's unlikely that we would sell out Christy Backney that is solid advice my friend <laughs> all right great so again cedarpoint.com is the is the website and you really if you're not familiar with the park you have to just go and watch. They have, I know there's on-ride videos available oh, that you yeah. can watch. Cedar Point is constantly featured on the Travel Channel. In fact, we saw them here filming this morning for another roller coaster uh, series that they're doing. Uh, but you really just have to look and see just how amazing it is. I mean, I'm, we're looking right now at a 400-foot tall roller coaster and I think there's only one other on the planet that exceeds that one or two that yeah, exceed yeah. that it's a second so top tail dragster and and you're so right like it's it's hard not to fall in love with this place yeah. for real like I love this place so much top tail dragster is 420 feet tall and it goes 120 miles per hour it's amazing you're just and especially if you live in Orlando you're not gonna find that experience no. down there and it's very very it's a very unique park because we have such extreme attractions and and they're so good like Millennium Force is rated the best steel roller coaster in the world yeah no it is it is absolutely Millennium Force is my favorite roller coaster on the planet favorite roller coaster I've That's ever so ridden <laughs> yeah absolutely you know oh and, and it's just you know and to be able to experience that with your kids you know as they're getting older especially I mean it's amazing um, it's it's absolutely breathtaking but I also love you know as, as someone who's been a fan of Cedar Point since the 80s um, Cedar Point has I mean if, if you like if you got young kids there's a lot to do here a lot of stuff for kids of all ages Christy Backney communications director or manager with with Cedar Point thank you so much for all the great tips thank you so much uh, for sharing uh, your
your love of the park uh, with, with our Savings Angel fans. It was my pleasure. I'm so glad we could take a minute to chat because I, I really want our, our guests, your listeners, to have the best experience when they come here because it's really a special place. Awesome. Thank you, Christy. Now, I want to thank Christy Backney once more for chatting with me and sharing all that cool information about Cedar Point. I hope you and your family are able to get away this summer, and the tips I shared on this podcast are helpful. Now, if you've loved hearing everything on this podcast, would you do me a favor? Take a minute. Leave a five-star review in iTunes. By doing so, you help us get this podcast out to more people. It's like magic. The higher our rating, the more we're noticed, and I cannot do it without you. You and I, we got to work together. And as always, if you have specific questions or there's anything you'd like to hear me talk about, you can drop me a comment in the podcast feedback, write me on my Facebook group. We got a Facebook group and uh, filled with the most amazing people on the planet. They're going to help you save money, help you move ahead with your money and live more abundantly. You can also call my podcast hotline at 407 407- 205-9250 and leave me a message. I'm going to answer your question, write you back, or even with your permission, I might even share your question or story with others on this show. Have a wonderful week full of saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. And thank you for listening. The <clears throat> radar detector.